0: Cars are a really great example. You, you don't buy a car by just going over to JD Power and looking at the ratings there and just buying the one with the highest rating. Like, that's not how people make their decision to buy a car. They see an ad. They like the way the car looks. They like the, the features of the car. They like the technology in it. They like how quick it goes from zero to 60. It's all these emotional things that lead to the decision. And you've probably heard that before that people buy on emotion, and then they justify it with logic. But what does that actually mean for you as a freelancer? How does that apply to your freelance services? Well, again, what I see with a lot of people, a lot of freelancers, is they focus in on credibility, portfolio, reviews, certification, that sort of thing. That's the logic piece. And that piece is important. But if that's all you're doing, you're missing an important piece of the puzzle to getting hired and you're missing out on a ton of clients who you could convince to hire you but because you're not speaking first to the desire that they're ultimately after you're losing those people and the big thing is is you can't assume that people are already sold on the idea of what it is that you do. So I use this example in a video I did yesterday on Instagram. If you're a social media marketer, you can't assume that people already know how social media marketing is going to benefit their business. You have to lay that out for them. You have to use all of the statistics and data that are out there to show them that social media marketing will help them get the thing that they ultimately want. More traffic to their website, more leads, more clients, more customers, that sort of thing. You have to do that first, and then you can come in and show them that you are someone who can actually help them to do that. You are a a reputable provider of that particular service. But you have to do the desire piece first. Without that piece, you're just missing out on a ton of people who are sort of on the fence. And I can... Give you a really clear example of this. I bet you could, you could go right now in your local area and you could look up any kind of local business, doctor, lawyer, auto body shop, whatever, restaurant, and you will find likely dozens and dozens and dozens of those companies who don't have a mobile responsive website. So, Everything you and I know about how important a website being mobile responsiveness, uh, responsive is, how it's gonna hurt your search engine rankings, how, you know, uh, website visitors hate it, and if they come to your site and it's not mobile responsive, they're not likely to come back, all of those things. We know how important that is. Yet <laughs> there are businesses out there right now who Businesses are doing well. They're generating revenue and so forth that don't have mobile responsive websites and are missing out on a whole bunch of revenue they could be getting if they just took the time to make their site mobile responsive. So if you're a developer, that's a really simple way for you to to go in and start finding clients who legitimately need, need your service. But those clients, you have to go in knowing they're not sold on the idea of mobile responsiveness. You can't assume that they already know that or that they're already sold on it because the site would be mobile responsive already if it were. So you have to speak to both. You have to speak to the desire and then the credibility. Just focusing on credibility causes you to miss out on a whole bunch of potential clients that you could be getting. Now, the key to doing that the key to to figuring out what to say and how to say it and so forth is going back to what it is that the, the client ultimately wants. So for example, my membership services for the longest time, my headline was finally get your membership site launched, which spoke to a pain point because a lot of people in that market had tried launching their membership sites and they'd had run into tech issues and all that sort of stuff. So I spoke to that pain point, finally get your membership site launched and start growing your monthly recurring revenue. That monthly recurring revenue is the ultimate thing that they were after. That's why people want a membership site is because they want monthly recurring revenue and they want that to grow over time. So start growing your monthly recurring revenue. So knowing what it is that those clients in your particular market really want, that's what helps you to figure out, what to say, and how to present your services. And then you simply go about packaging your services where you deliver on all of those core promises. Once you know what those things are that they want, they want more traffic, they want more leads, they want more sales, etc. They want recurring revenue, whatever. Now you can build and present your services where you address all of those things. Here's how my service is gonna help you get more website traffic. Here's how my service is gonna help you get more leads. Here's how my service is gonna help you generate more revenue. And on down the line. That's how you crank up the desire for your products and services. Then you come back in and layer it in with, here's testimonials from clients whose revenue I I increased and those clients talk about how you helped them increase their revenue. Here's, you know, certifications that show I'm able to do this kind of thing. Here's samples of, of, you know, things that I've done where I've, I've helped people to do this kind of thing. All of that. Now you layer that back in and you make it believable. So, you you absolutely have to do the credibility piece, but it doesn't work if you don't first do the desire piece. So anyway, that's a simple little tip. Hopefully that, uh, uh, again, helps give you some sort of insight or, or idea or way forward that can help you to advance your freelance services. Again, think about that desire piece and ways that you can increase that desire. Not lying, not making stuff up, but getting people to legitimately see that the services that you offer have value and can help them get more of what they want emotionally. The more you do that, they'll pay attention to you. They'll listen to you uh, because you're speaking their language and speaking of ter- in terms of what it is, of the things that they actually want in their life. Now, of course, again, all of this is just couched in the overall idea of increasing the perceived value of your services. The more you can do that, then the more you're going to be able to get hired, the more you can charge for your services. It really is kind of the big key to to getting what you want as a freelancer is understanding how to increase, increase the value of your services in the mind of your potential clients. The more they value those services, then the more they're going to want those services, the more they'll be willing to pay for those services. And you kind of put you in the power position and you can kind of control the situation a little bit more. Anyway, I created a video that where I'll show you how I went from charging $1,000 per website all the way up to $18,445 for a single website for a single client and the five key principles of perceived value that helped me to do that. So if you want to see how I did that, I'll drop a link in the description or you can just go to fivefigureformula.com. All right, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.